Starting or growing your business is hard work. But now you are listening to the Better Business Podcast with me, Steve Cook, and I'm going to try and make it a little easier on you. We on this podcast help you grow a better business with real advice from professionals, and today is no different. Welcome to another episode of the Better Business Podcast. I'm your host, Steve Cook, and today I am solo talking about the topic of freelancing, the difference between freelancing and owning a business or being a solo entrepreneur are three different things that we have been focusing on in our topic for this week. You know, earlier in the week, we talked to Liz Drury, who is a freelance artist, and one difference between perhaps the business that Liz runs versus someone that runs a um, business by themselves is that Liz understands and accepts the fact that she will have to be involved intricately in every single part of the recording that she does. She is a recording voice artist and she understands that her voice is what people are paying for. So she is going to have to be involved in every transaction. Now, the difference between that and an entrepreneur is that an entrepreneur or a business owner is trying to set up a business in a way that they don't necessarily have to be involved in every transaction. So take for instance, a business owner should be able to go on vacation and continue to make additional revenue or make more money. So one way, let's say that Liz wants to start a business. Let's say that she wants to, you know, become a little bit less involved. Perhaps she could a uh, put together a recording of um, five thousand different uh, voice um, sayings or uh, sentences or whatever it might be, and she could sell those to people as a package. She could then hire a employee to um, market these products, and then she could hire another employee to um, deliver this product in, in a way online or whatever it might be, and she would then be removed from every single transaction. As it sits right now, a freelancer, or Liz in that case, is a part of every single transaction. So what I want to give some advice around today is the freelancing business, if you are going to be involved in every transaction, I want to give some tips from a business point of view that might help a freelance artist. You know, a freelancer is someone that um, typically does these things as a side job. Me and Liz talked about that extensively in the podcast that we did um, in episode 44. So three tips for a freelancer is going to be um, our topic for today. The first tip is to hire around you as soon as possible. Hire people around you to help you with all other in, in details of the business um, so that you can focus on two things. The things that a freelancer, I think, should focus on predominantly are sales and the product. So um, sales being the fact that you need to get yourself, you need to get your product in as many hands as possible. You need to talk to as many people as possible. So what you can do is um, focus on going to those ideal clients that you have. So what that's going to do is, is that's going to take time away from you um, of uh, setting up 
things like your calendar, setting up appointments and meetings and things like that. Um, if you're going to focus on sales, you need to hire people around you to take care of other parts of your business. The other thing that you're going to focus on that is most important in a freelancing business, of course, is the product, whatever you are selling. So you need to be able to focus on, let's say in Liz's case that she is a voiceover artist, you need to be able to focus on your product, meaning um, pay attention to the the style that people like. And you need to, to be able to um, have a very high level of a recording experience. Let's take for another example, a writer. You need to be careful to um, spend a lot of time studying and, and developing your writing skills and, and focusing on that product that you are offering to people. That is what people will be paying you for is that end product. So if I were a freelancer, what I would focus on is hiring everything else that's not those two things. Um, subcontract, whether it's through a um, VA, uh, a virtual assistant uh, on places like Upwork, um, subcontract uh, 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 people or, or hire people around you to develop your website, hire people around you to focus on booking people um, or whatever it might be. The second tip that I would have for a freelancer is to automate as much as possible. You know, what a lot of people hate is setting up certain systems. And what systems can do is they can save you time in the long run. I believe it's Roy Vaden's book, Procrastinate on Purpose. He says, if anything is going to save you time, focus on 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 setting up systems and automations on anything that is going to save you time in the long run. So if you are a freelance artist, um, First off, you might read the book, um, Procrastinate on Purpose, uh, written by Rory Vaden. But second off, um, you should focus on automating as many things as possible. If you're finding yourself doing uh, menial tasks day after day after day, automate that. If you're sending the same email out, maybe uh, set up a chain of emails that you send out frequently. Set up a, a system to have emails saved. If you are setting up... Um, certain things on your website and having to do it over and over and over. Set up an automation to um, be able to put those things on your website easier and faster. Um, if you are perhaps um, selling the same thing over and over, let's say you're a writer and, and people keep trying to ask you to type out something for them, maybe you could have a certain set of products on your website that people can um, go on and purchase those products and that will trigger you that you need to work with them. Um, there was a lawyer that I spoke with recently and he will be on episode, I believe, 46 or 48. Um, and the lawyer has a... Um, extreme need for writing uh, people's business, the legal aspects of starting a business. Um, so that's uh, getting an LLC, trademarking your name, things like that. And what he has done is he has set up products on his website that you can actually click and buy. So you ring up online, it tells you all about what you can buy from him through this product um, and what that will entail. And then he will, that will trigger him to know that he needs to write an LLC for this name. Um, he needs to do trademarks for this name. He needs to do this, 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 and this. So the transaction is all automated and he doesn't have to be a part of that. Um, so if you're finding yourself doing things over and over, automate as much as possible if you are a freelancer. And, and honestly, this goes for every 
business as well, especially like a, a solo entrepreneur. You're trying to set up a business, but you're the only employee right now. This goes for you as well. The third and final thing that um, I would recommend for a freelancer is to only focus on the crucial portion of every task. So if we go back to our first point of hiring around you, if you have found that the two things I'm good at is I can focus on sales and I can focus on this product, what you want to do as a freelancer is focus on the crucial part of every task. So if we go back to a voiceover artist, what you would want to do to maximize your time is to hire everything leading up to the crucial task that is voiceover. So let's take Liz for an example. Um, if you think about what is the crucial part, what are people paying her for? Well, they're not paying her for setting up the equipment. They're not paying her to um, schedule the, the, the details of everything that she needs to record. They're not paying her for um, sending over all of the recordings. They're not paying her for setting up the studio and, and scheduling all this stuff. What they're paying her for is that specific voice. So if you think about um, setting up an automation around you, she would need to schedule, she would need to hire somebody to schedule all this stuff. She would need to hire an audio person. She would need to hire an IT person to send all these recordings over to somebody. She would need to hire every single intricate detail of this transaction except for what people are paying her specifically for, and in her case, it is her voice in the recording. You know, one way to think about this is think about a surgeon. Think about all of the process that goes into scheduling and performing a surgery. Think about booking the appointment. Think about getting referred to a surgeon. Think about the insurance. Think about getting it improved, approved by an insurance company. Think about scheduling it. Think about the rescheduling if something happens. Think about the um, getting checked into the doctor's office. Think about going to your room. Think about getting changed into your clothes. Think about getting your blood pressure, asking you questions, making sure this or this is right. Think about the pre-exam. Think about the post-exam. Think about the um, anesthesia. Think about all of the things that go into a surgery. And how long is that surgeon actually there for? Maybe 30 minutes. It depends on the surgery, of course. Maybe 30 minutes. Maybe 10 minutes before to meet with you right before the surgery and then performs the surgery and then is out. Most of the time, the surgeon is not even present until the patient is actually under anesthesia. The patient is is clean. They're in their scrubs they're, or they're in their gown. Um, you know, the surgeon comes in at the last, very most crucial time. And, you know, I think about that with an artist or I think about that with like a high-end consultant or something like that. You would not even talk to this person except for the very crucial task. So if you are a freelance person in writing, if you're a freelance voiceover artist like Liz is, if you are a, a um, artist, if you are one of these consultants, think about what people are actually paying you for. They are only paying you for the most crucial part of the transaction. 
And so if you can automate, if you can hire around you, these things that we talked about today, if you can delegate every single task out except for the most crucial, which a lot of times for consultants is their brain. They just need you to tell them ideas at the most crucial time. And that's all they want you for. Um, if you think about those things, then you can grow your business exponentially. You can, you can take your time in a transaction that maybe you're only able to get two appointments done in a week because you're handling everything to where you're only working 60 minutes a week. So that opens the door for you to handle an additional 40 or 50 or 60 appointments that week because you are now only performing the most crucial task. So think about what people want. Um, do they want your you know, scheduling skills? Do they want your personality? And do they wanna to talk to you through the whole transaction? And think about your ideal customer. Perhaps if you say, oh, if I do that, I know what's gonna happen. Becky's gonna get mad at me because I ponder off on one of my people. Well, is Becky your ideal customer? Maybe she's not the person that you need to be keeping happy. Maybe you need to find a different ideal customer to work with. So. Think about how you can hire out these tasks and what you can do to, to um, allow yourself to grow, allow yourself to have more time each and every week. This goes for entrepreneurs. This goes for people that are trying to build a business beyond themselves as well as freelancers. Thank you for listening to this episode, and I hope you enjoy this week where we are talking about freelancing. Hey, thank you so much for listening to another episode of the Better Business Podcast with me, your host, Steve Cook. You know, starting or growing a business is hard work, so I hope that today's advice made it just a little bit easier for you. We'll be sharing more about this exact topic all this week on my social platforms. You can find me on Instagram, LinkedIn, TikTok, or if you would like to get a, a personalized blog post from me on this topic, you can join my email list and I will send you an email once a week. You can check the show notes to subscribe to that or find me on my website, whatever's easier for you. Now get out there and go grow a better business with this advice from today's Real Pros. Thank you for listening.